This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. What do you remember about the last speech you heard? If you're like most people, probably not much. In this episode, we'll cover how to make your speeches more memorable. So I'm really excited because we have a new sponsor for the show. That's Stitcher Radio. And Stitcher Radio is really cool if you haven't seen it yet. What Stitcher does is it allows you to listen to your podcasts, but on your phone. It works on the iPhone, it works on a BlackBerry, it works on a Pre and an Android. And the best part is, is that you don't have to download the podcast. It just automatically syncs to your phone. So how do you get this? You have to get the app and you download the app at stitcher.com forward slash Lisa. That's stitcher.com forward slash Lisa. And right now they're running a special promotion that if you put Lisa in the promo code box, you'll have a chance to win a hundred bucks. Just about two weeks ago, I attended the 2009 Grand Slam in Philadelphia. It's a contest where the participants are invited to tell five-minute true stories. As soon as I heard Kai Mettler's story, I turned to my husband and said, oh, she's the winner for sure. At the time, I could have listed dozens of things she did right, dozens of things that made her story stand out. But what about today, almost two weeks later? What do I remember? Can I still list dozens of things that she did right? That is, without reviewing her video on YouTube. She was good, but was she memorable? Turns out I can remember a few things, so I thought it would be useful to review what I remember from her speech as a way of explaining how to make a speech memorable. Think back to the most recent presentation you attended. Think back to really any presentation you attended. What do you remember? Really, think about it. What do you remember? Not much right? It's likely that you only remember one or two or at most three things that the speaker talked about. And that's if the speaker was good. Psychologists talk about fading theory. They say the trace or the mark that a memory etches into your brain, it's like a path you make in the woods when you continually walk along the same route. If you don't take the same path, it eventually becomes overgrown until it disappears. There's a study pretty famous study on forgetting textbook materials. They compared the percentage of material remembered after different intervals of time. The results I thought were interesting. After one day, 54% was remembered. After seven days, 35% was remembered. After 14 days, 21% was remembered. After 21 days, 18% was remembered. After 28 days, 19% was remembered. And after 63 days, almost two months, only 17% was remembered. But remembering what you hear in lectures is even more difficult to recall because you can't slow down, you can't pause, reflect, or reread, unless, of course, you take excellent notes. In a study on recall after listening to a seminar, students forgot more than 90% of the points from the lecture after 14 days. So what do I remember about Kai's presentation 14 days now later? The strongest and most vivid memory I have is of her very, very feminine, bright, bright yellow, highlighter yellow boots, and how they were in such contrast to her very masculine, thick black leather metal-studded belt. For me, the clothes foreshadowed and supported her theme, which was about gender identification and attractiveness. I wondered then, and I still wonder now, if she intentionally chose the boots and belt as supporting props. Regardless, from a public speaking perspective, 
strong visual elements or props, like her boots and belt, may make a speech more memorable. One of my favorite TED Talks is from brain scientist Jill Bolte-Taylor. She used a brain, a real brain, one with the spinal cord still attached. When she brings the brain out on stage, you can hear the audience's reaction. That brain was not only memorable, for me, it was unforgettable. By the way, if you haven't seen this talk, you should. So what else do I remember about Kai's talk? I remember that she compared a dirty, scruffy hitchhiker to a guru of enlightenment. And again, the strong contrasting images made the analogy interesting and memorable. Making a strong connection between two otherwise dissimilar ideas can help you understand and remember. Analogies are exactly that, comparisons between two things. Typically, analogies are used to explain how something known is similar to something that's not known or not familiar. Analogies are particularly useful when you're trying to explain complex ideas quickly. The biggest benefit is that they make it easy to remember these ideas. So analogies are powerful, not only because they're meaningful, but because they're memorable. I also remember that Kai included quite a bit of dialogue in her speech. And as I've mentioned before, all good stories require dialogue. They also need characters, setting, action, and details, but I've covered that before. In Kai's story, she used dialogue between her and the hitchhiker, and she also included internal dialogue. Internal dialogue helps us to understand the speaker's point of view, which also makes the story more memorable. However, more importantly, Kai used dialogue as her final key sentence. All good stories end with a short sentence that summarizes the main idea of the story. Final key sentences are important because Studies show that we tend to remember the last word spoken. In Kai's story, she used something that the hitchhiker said to her as the final key sentence. I very clearly remember the dialogue. It was, dude, you should have been a chick. <laughs> I'm convinced that the uniqueness of the dialogue, combined with it being the final key sentence, is the reason I remember it almost two weeks later. Finally, the story format itself made the words powerful and memorable. That's why we as a society have used stories through history to communicate beliefs, values, and rules. Stories are how we learn from other people's experiences. Stories are how we naturally communicate. So it turns out that stories are even more memorable when we use vivid and unique props, even more memorable when we use intriguing and thought-provoking analogies, and more memorable again when we use a strong concluding key sentence. Congratulations, Kai. Your story was memorable. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. Oh, I wanted to let you know that the video links for Jill Bolte's speech and also Kai's speech are available at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. So instead of taking my word for it, I decided to ask listeners to tell me what they thought about Stitcher, because I know quite a few people use that application already. And so this is what some of the listeners already had to say. So Brian shocked. He said, I like that I don't have to sync my iPod to listen to my favorite podcasts. Anything new is instantly available. Sarah Payne wrote me and said, Stitcher organizes all my podcasts, plays them without interruption, and remembers where I left off. Maria Adams said... It not only remembers her favorite podcast, but it also remembers which one she's already heard. I think a lot of people are starting to use it now because it works on the iPhone, on the BlackBerry, on the pre and Android. So I want to encourage you to give it a try. 
You can go to stitcher.com forward slash Lisa to get the app. And then don't forget when you're registering, put Lisa in the promo code and you'll get a chance to win a hundred bucks. You can also show your support by buying my new audiobook, The Public Speaker's Guide to Ace Your Interview, Six Steps to Get the Job You Want. You can check out the reviews at interviewextras.com. If you know somebody that's interviewing, you can really help them out by buying this book, The Public Speaker's Guide to Ace Your Interview. It's on iTunes and Audible for $5.95. For the price of a fancy smoothie, you're helping your friend out. Thanks for your support. I always invite you to join my newsletter or visit the Facebook fan page, where you can join my networks on LinkedIn and Twitter. Again, the links are at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. And I hope to see you over at the fan page. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>